All right, well, stand to your feet and let's welcome God's servants, David and Nicole Binion, as they come and they take their liberty. We love you guys. Omaha. Omaha. It is so good to be here. Does, does my stomach make this shirt look small? It's like COVID-19. <laughs> Gotta get on a treadmill. Uh, uh, okay, so this is what I want to do. We are believing God for a new sanctuary. We, we are, we are, we pay, uh, rent to a hotel ballroom and we only have our space for about three or four hours on Sunday and that's the only time uh, that we have to meet together and it cost us way too much money to keep doing that so we just okay the last time we were here was Labor Day the Sunday before we launched our church yeah. 2018 and so we're believing for uh, property we were looking at some places and uh, and we know that God has a plan for us, but I want to sow seed into your sanctuary. So what I want to do today, uh, I think I have 150 CDs, and I want to give all of these CDs to this house, but I want you to buy them all today. And usually we sell them for like $10, but I want you to give $25 per CD, and we're going to give it all to the sanctuary down here. That's not a lot of money, a little over $1,000. I don't know, I, did, I know what it is when it was $10. I can't do the other math, but, but if somebody get a calculator and tell me how much that is, it's 150 CDs times 20, I don't know what that is, but feel very obligated to Come take on. every CD home with you and all of the proceeds are gonna be sewn into your house. I love that, so good. So, uh, this is the first service. We don't have as much time, but I'd have to say what I feel like God is saying. This is a prophetic house. So, uh, Job was a, a good example of, of what the protection of the Lord looks like. Satan came before the Lord and said, and, and God spoke to Satan and said, have you considered my servant Job? He says, yes, I've considered him, but I can't get to him. There's a hedge around him. And the first thing that God allowed to happen was for Satan to remove Job's ability to worship by killing all of his animals. So the first thing he did to remove the hedge of protection is to, to remove his ability to worship. Yeah. What I see happening in our nation, in the world right now, you're blessed. You're standing in this room, but there are still many houses in this city that are not gathering together yet. And so what I, I, what I see the enemy, the strategy, the demonic strategy is to take away our ability to worship and remove a hedge of protection in our nation. So whatever you do, don't stop worshiping if you're watching online if you're not able to gather together whatever you do don't stop worshiping the reality is this some of us only worship when we gather on sunday 
And the re reality is this. Even when we watch online, we don't worship the same. Come on, that's the truth. And so this strategy to stop worship in the mouths of the people of God, uh, the effect that it happen, that happens in the spirit realm. So God is causing this. And the first thing God did to restore Job was to cause those men that were his really his accusers to give a gift of animals so that he could worship again. And that was the beginning of Job's restoration. So, so that's one of the reasons I wanted to give that gift. I, I want to break the back of the enemy. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, I want to tell you quickly, when we, when we began uh, our church, I had gone through a few months before. I had a, a horrible infection in my left eye. And um, I lost my vision for six weeks. Had to sit in a dark room for six weeks because... I couldn't bear to be in any kind of light. Even in a dark room with the Christmas lights on, it just was excruciatingly painful. And then my vision, it was just like a, uh, it was like a gray cloud. And so I had seen so many miracles in my life, I just knew God was going to heal my eye. But it got so bad that, that the doctor said, we have to do a cornea transplant or you're going to lose this eye. And so I agreed to the surgery from the very first day of surgery, I still have a patch on my eye and I don't know what my vision's gonna be like, but I started having divine visitations in my dream life. The very first night I started, it was this, I was, it was this unusual dream. I'm navigating in the presence of the Lord and so I, I, I'm, I'm comfortable in knowing that it's his presence, but it's uncharted territory. And so then I would come out of the, the presence place and something came out with me, and I didn't know what it was. And I was in the dream, I was just kind of frustrated and embarrassed, and I wanted to push it back into the presence place before someone caught me with it. You ever feel that way? <laughs> you can put your hand in a cookie jar, you don't want to, you got to get it out before you get caught. So, so, and I would wake up, and I couldn't remember what I dreamed until I started dreaming it again. And I must have dreamed it 30 or 40 times. And it happened so much that I, was, I began to narrate to myself in the dream. This is the part where you get frustrated. This is the part where this happens and this is, and then before I could wake up this final time, I hear a voice in my right ear, a deep bass voice, wake me up out of my sleep that said, the glory of Eden has broken through. I didn't even know what that meant, but I liked the way it sounded. But this, so, so now what frustrated me, I am now intrigued. This thing was God was saying, this is the glory of Eden, and it's broken through from the spirit realm into the natural realm. And so immediately, I see a girl who's wounded, broken from years of abuse. Counseling couldn't correct it. And my instinct was to give her the glory of Eden. And as I released it to her, I felt the rush of heaven sweep past me. And in what years couldn't heal, uh, in a moment, the glory of Eden brought healing to her. And, and I don't know why, but I reached my hand back into the presence place. And I became suddenly aware that there was a room of orphaned miracles looking for a home. Miracles. 
looking for a room, a room, walls of, of legs and, and organs and eyes. <laughs> and, and, and so I, I pulled my hand back into the natural realm and, and in my hand was the answer for cancer. And I released it and the rush of heaven came again. This changed my whole paradigm as we believe for healing. In fact, there's healing in the room now. And we declare that healing breaks out among you and we release this presence. We release the glory. See, the, the, the original intent of Eden was a geographical location on the planet where God would walk with man. I declare that Omaha is that place. Omaha is a geographical location where the glory of God comes. And when the glory comes, miracles come. Provision comes. Sanctuaries come. Studios come. So I became a pastor and I had to discover that you have to preach every Sunday. So, so, so it's hard to get up here and not be the pastor, but I'm not the pastor of this house, but I'm, you know what I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm, I've stepped into this mantle, and it's all Pastor Hank's fault because when we came that, that last Sunday, it was Labor Day weekend, the Sunday before we were launching, uh, well, it was even before we visited even before that. He prophesied. Uh, that I would pastor. I'm like, are you, what? I don't see that on the radar, but uh, okay. But so uh, our church is doing wonderful. We're just believing for the more of God to come. Uh, We're so happy to be here. We love you guys. I want you to understand how much we honor these guys in our house. And it was so amazing because they were with us for our two-year anniversary that Dwell Church celebrated in sep uh, September. And they just blessed our house so thank you for you know for for loaning them to us for a Sunday it was so powerful it was so powerful so, so we're gonna you. sing we're gonna sing uh, some new songs from our album the glory of Eden we released it in February and then COVID came so we haven't been able to go anywhere and sing these new songs so we're gonna do it for you today are you ready Wait a sec, let me get my ears in. <laughs> Y'all know we all wear these in-ears, right? There are things we need to hear. All right, let's do this. I'm going to unbutton my jacket, but the shirt kind of pooches. We see prison cells, we see graveyards, we see broken lives and hopeless hearts, but faith sees a miracle looking for a home. Ooh, we see armies rise, we face lions' dens, hey. we hear giants roar, you will for a home. Hey. I believe in miracles. I, say, I believe. 
and you made me see. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am living proof. My God is on the move. And there's nothing that he can't do. His love is revealed, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Okay, so they're, they're getting, I think my battery went dead on my pack. So here it comes. I can't. Nothing gonna stop my worship. Not even a dead battery. Still gonna bring my sacrifice and see the victory. I want to read a little devotional that I wrote on the YouVersion Bible app. Uh, a couple years ago, they asked me to write a five-day devotional. It's called The Sound of Christmas. On uh, the third day, there's this. Why don't you sit down? Let's go to G. Uh, I'm going to sing this song. But at the top of, of the devotional, there's a lyric to this song, No room in the inn for the Savior. Sadly, they turned him away. Just send him on out to the stable. Let him be born with the sheep and the hay. No room for Jesus. Busy, busy, busy. People everywhere. The whole nation of Israel had been summoned to be counted in the, in the census. Crowded streets and no vacancies. And Mary, pregnant with the promise. She knows that it's time for the, for the arrival. The revival indeed, right? And the Son of Man has no place to lay his head except for a feeding trough where the animals feed. No room for Jesus. Busy, busy, busy. People everywhere. Crowded churches. Multiple services and full parking lots. Get them in, then get them out. Have to make room for more people. Pregnant with the promise of his presence, but we have no room in our services to accommodate the one we've gathered to worship. That's not here, but that can be said of a lot of places around our nation. Lord, come sit here. Inhabit our praise, but we only have 15 minutes reserved for you. We have people to count, announcements to make, offerings to receive, and sermons to preach. No room for Jesus. But the people, what about the people? We have to do the census. We have to count them. We have to count how much money they give. And if they don't give, we won't be able to continue doing the same thing next week. And don't forget the coffee and donuts in the lobby. We have to accommodate people if we want them to come back. Wait a minute. Are you saying we've got it all wrong? Perhaps. Maybe we're close. Maybe we just need to adjust our priorities. Busy, busy, busy. In Luke 10, Martha was in the kitchen serving up sandwiches that Jesus never ordered. While Mary chose to sit at his feet. 
Mary had a different priority. And scripture says that Mary had chosen what is better. Matthew 26, the disciples said, why this waste in response to the woman who poured her alabaster flask of costly fragrant oil on Jesus' head? It concerns me sometimes when I sit with church consultants, men who have never pastored churches or led worship, but insist that the sermons be shorter and the worship be condensed because too much worship is a waste of time. Why this waste? In Matthew 22, Jesus turned it all upside down. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. Then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him and saying, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That's found in Matthew 22. What is the greatest commandment, we've said? We're going to love him by doing things for him. But that's actually the second commandment, loving people. We often mistake the first for the second, but doing the second is not the first. The first is actually loving him. We love ministering to people because it makes us feel productive. But that is not the same as ministering to him. God loves spending time with you. I'm not suggesting that we do away with the structure we've created to serve the people of God. There is obvious favor on many of our churches where we have to navigate the thousands of people coming in every week. And if 15 to 20 minutes is what we have to offer in worship during our church services, I'm suggesting that we shift our priority and make those 20 minutes the most important part of the service. That the sound we release will be the most passionate expression of the service. We can measure the amount of people who come and how much work we do to serve them, but may we never be able to measure the passion in our hearts as we love the Lord with all of our hearts as it relates to worship. Make room for Jesus in this season of joy and gladness. Make time for him. He loves to spend time with you. He loves to hear your song. So I wrote the song. No room in the inn for the Savior. Sadly, they turned him away. Send him on out to the stable. Let him be born with the sheep and the hay. No room for Jesus. No room in our worship for Jesus, forsaking his will for a stage, content to just go through the motions, get through the list, and we'll call it a day. No room for Jesus. Oh. But I have decided.
the first thing I'll do in the morning, the last thing I'll do every night, is build you a throne with my worship. I live for communion, no matter the price. There's room for Jesus, always room for Jesus. Deciding, I'm making room, I'm making room here in my heart, oh Lord. I'm making room, I'm making room. Come and dwell in me, Jesus. Cause I delight, I delight in you And all that I want is found in yeah. you Let's say that I delight, I delight in you All that I want is
His name. Declare that with us. Here comes the glory of the Lord. Oh, here comes the glory of the Lord. Sweeping in the room. Here comes the glory of the Lord. 
Here comes the glory of the Lord, sweeping in the room. Heaven is on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus is on the throne. Though all the nations are Here comes healing. 
God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above the heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy. Hallelujah. 
Yeah. 